Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them, and sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. I'm Jay Thomas, and this week we are taking a look at the brand new movie, The Flash. Flash! Hi. I love you. Thank you. Touching you into Mr. Wayne. No, please don't. Um, I need you here now, Barry. So you're saying you could travel back in time? But Bruce, I can fix things. I can save people. I can save my mom. I can save your parents. You can also destroy everything love you man. i love you too so how was it this week how's school school was good oh this is mad trippy dude this is catastrophic this world must die no I'm not going to lose there again. It's not Clark. My name is Kara. I will help you. Interesting group. Want some help? Wait, he's Batman? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. The Flash is directed by Andy Muschietti and starring Ezra Miller, Sasha Cali, Ben Affleck, and the returning Michael Keaton as Batman. And uh, it is quite the spectacle of a movie. It is a big summer blockbuster. It is exactly what you'd kind of want from a summer superhero movie. Uh, I did, uh, for the most part, enjoy it. It is weird that DC, for The Flash's first movie, would do... Uh, essentially Flashpoint, which is one of the biggest multiverse things that DC did uh, using the Flash. And, I mean, that's I feel like that's a pretty late-in-the-game Flash story to do for his, not his first outing, because we, I think we first saw him in Batman v Superman, I think, and then again in uh, Suicide Squad, and then, you know, Justice League, both versions of Justice League. And uh, I think a big part about this movie whether you're going to like it or not, is kind of where you fall on Ezra Miller. There's a lot of, you know, uh, accusations and truth behind a lot of uh, things that Ezra Miller has done to people in uh, reality. And I could see where that would maybe turn you off. I personally uh, haven't really cared for Ezra Miller as The Flash. I did like him a little bit better in the uh, the Snyder Cut of Justice League. But I don't know, I didn't, his like weird, quirky, slightly off, awkward version of Barry Allen wasn't really, I didn't really care for that take of, of the character. Uh, but I will say in this, I do think that uh, Ezra Miller's portrayal of him is very entertaining, especially when there's two Barrys and they interact with each other. 
I think that uh, Ezra Miller did a really good job of portraying them at different stages and, you know, really different versions of Barry, because at this point, he's already messed with the timeline. If you don't know what the, uh, the movie is about, Barry Allen uses his super speed to change the past, but his attempt to save his family creates a world without superheroes, forcing him to race for his life in order to save the future. And uh, what I uh, did enjoy about this is when they go to, there's there's always, in a time travel movie, there's always the scene where they attempt to explain time travel. And in this one, they didn't do the folding paper and the pencil demonstration to show how time is not linear like they do. In, I mean, I, there's countless things where they fold a piece of paper, jab a pencil through it. Uh, it's just, I hate that, and they do it in so many things. And they did in this one. Actually, the explanation uh, that is given in this one of how time travel works and why things are so goofy, I've never seen before, and I really enjoyed it. I liked it. But yeah, I thought Ezra Miller's performance was was very good. There were moments where I thought they were genuinely very funny, and other moments that were just heartbreaking. I think they played it very, very well, and I was sort of surprised by that because, like I said, I'm, I'm not. This isn't my favorite version of the Flash. I got to be honest. I like Grant Gustin from the TV show The Flash a whole lot better, and I like that portrayal of the Flash and his character a lot better than this version. But you know, we were given this from the very beginning of kind of the new DC universe under Zack Snyder, and they followed through, and <laughs> through pandemics and accusations, and there's still no idea whether there will be more Ezra Miller Flash movies or not, if Ezra Miller will be in other superhero movies, but uh, I, I thought this one worked for me mostly. There were times I thought the humor was really bad. It was just very eye-rolly, and other times really stupid jokes made me laugh out loud and I thought they were really funny. I and I, I enjoyed that. Um Sasha Kelly plays Supergirl in this, Kara Zorel, uh, which is because when the Flash goes back in time to save his mother, which is the plan, and he try he figures out a way to do it where he doesn't have to really interact with anybody and it shouldn't change anything really. Uh, but it messes with literally everything. There's a recurring back to the future joke that they make. Uh, throughout the whole first half of the movie, uh, which I thought was pretty funny in the beginning. And uh, this little thing that he changes has huge effects on everything. So there is no Superman in this reality that he can find. But he does find Supergirl. You don't get, like, a ton of Supergirl, but what you do get, I was interested in. I was like, oh, this is... This is an interesting take. It's very classic Supergirl. She was Kal-El's cousin. She was sent to protect him. And things got messed up. And I'm not going to get into too much because I don't want to do too much spoilery stuff. But it is an interesting take on the character. Uh, they do a lot of similar things that, that Henry Cavill did as Superman. Uh, nothing like spot on, but the way she fights is very similar to the way that Henry Cavill uh, played Superman. Ben Affleck plays Batman. Again, it's the I believe the last performance of the Batfleck. Wh whether or not he's in the next Aquaman movie to be determined. I know he filmed stuff for it, but he might not be in it. I don't have any idea. But I liked seeing him. I like him. I liked Ben Affleck as Batman. That was the one thing that I did enjoy out of Batman v Superman was him. And I've said that before when I, I think when I talked about Justice League, and um, I thought his I thought he he does a good job as Batman and. Uh, Bruce Wayne. There's, they do something interesting. The suit looks weird. His bat suit looks strange in this one. But the cowl and cape through a lot of the scenes he's in, and he's not in a lot. He's just kind of in the, the first part of the movie. Um, it looked blue. And I thought that was really neat. And I'm like, did they make him blue? 
because blue and gray Batman has never been seen on screen. That's pretty awesome. And I knew there was a blue and, and gray Batman suit that Michael Keaton has. And they've shown it, like, in the trailer. I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of neat if they did that. But then, you know, when you're up close, it does look gray, like it usually is. And I was like, oh, well, that's fine. Uh, but that scene's very good, where the whole opening is the Flash has to help Batman because there's two different things going on in Gotham. And Alfred calls him, and I, I like seeing Jeremy Irons as Alfred again. Action-wise and superhero-wise, it's very good. Uh, but the biggest problem I have with this movie, and a lot of it is this beginning part, is this, there's some truly awful CGI in this movie. Like, distractingly so bad CGI. And it's it really took me out of the movie. Like, the whole opening action sequence... There's so much bad CGI around the Flash, and that was very disappointing. <laughs> like it's very old-looking CGI. Like I'm thinking Green Lantern CGI. Like I can't tell how much of his suit, like I can't tell how much of the Flash's suit is actually a real physical suit, or if it's a CGI suit. It was very hard to tell, and I don't think that's a good thing. And the effects don't get really any better in the movie, and that really took it down for me like a lot I was concerned when the first like 15 minutes is happening like god is this how it's gonna look the whole time it does get a little bit better towards the end or maybe I just got used to it I probably just got used to it but that's my biggest gripe with the movie is the CGI is is very dated and not very good uh one of the standout things I'm sure what everybody really wants to know how is Michael Keaton as Batman and Bruce Wayne for the first time since Batman Returns and it's a little confusing as to why he's in it, but he does give the explanation of, of time travel and why things are all goofy everywhere because Barry Allen going back in time, the Flash going back in time to fix everything shouldn't have changed things that would have happened prior to him being alive, but it does. It messes with everything. And, you know, Michael Keaton kind of explains that, or Bruce Wayne. Um, but I did really like Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne and Batman again. I kind of thought that it might be a phoned-in situation, like, hey, I'm Batman again, but it wasn't. Like, he really, I felt that it was the same character just years later, and I thought it was amazing. When the music cues come on, when the Batcave is there and he's there, there's only a couple times I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have done that. But otherwise, it was so great to see Michael Keaton as Batman again. I loved every scene that he was in and he's in it a, a lot more than I think I was expecting there's a little bit more Bruce Wayne than there is Batman which is you know understandable I wouldn't want to be in that suit anyway seeing Ben Affleck as Batman in an earlier part of the movie and then Michael Keaton as Batman just how restricting that bat suit is it looks so uncomfortable and they didn't change it which is I think great just it looks so uncomfortable and so hard for him to move and like his head didn't move and uh, but it was great. It was exactly how I always remember that version of Batman. And I really liked uh, the I liked the way he played off of Ezra Miller. I thought they had a really good chemistry together. And I enjoyed that. And you know, as far as a, like a time travel movie, I think this is actually pretty good. But the problem is, if you've seen a handful of time travel movies, you kind of know where this is going. And if you've ever watched the Flash TV show or read the comics, I mean, obviously, source material you kind of know where things are are headed. But I don't know. The way it just ended up playing out, it was kind of exactly how I saw it coming. And that was a little disappointing. Like, this wasn't the huge best superhero movie ever that they were saying it was. It's it's good. It is a good DC movie. 
it's an enjoyable movie. Uh, I, I think some of the performances definitely towards the end of the movie are very good. And sometimes I forget that it literally is the same Ezra Miller playing both versions of Barry. And that's great when you get lost in that. And it's just seamless. I mean, you really can't. I, I would never think that was an effect, really. But I liked that. I think the strong performances really helped the movie. But it is sort of a basic time travel storyline. And I do think they did it a little bit better on the TV show than they do in the movie. But again, I've never really loved the idea of the Zack Snyder, like the Snyderverse. And the fact that Zod, General Zod, Michael Shannon, I mean, it was great to have Michael Shannon back. I wasn't a big fan of Man of Steel. I, th- I thought it was okay. But considering that's a big part of the movie, like, it was just, I don't know. It was it was weird. And again, the CG, once they get to the end, is a little bit better in, like, the big battle scenes. But even then, it still doesn't look great. And then the stuff that they do in the, the Speed Force with people <laughs> looks very bad and i you know i don't think they're supposed to look real i hope they're not supposed to look real i hope they're supposed to look like kind of not quite the actual versions of them but it, i don't know there's the, the cg is very suspect in this movie and it, it really took me out like a bunch and there are some good tributes to dc throughout the years there's a really weird one that they've already spoiled the director's already talked about the cameo that's in it i i won't do it but it's it's a weird cameo of something that never actually happened but it was kind of fun to see there are some people from other movies that we've seen uh, I guess there's a post credit scene I didn't stay for it I looked it up to see what it was on this app that I have and uh, I didn't want to stay through the credits because I knew the credits would be really long and it isn't really a consequential scene from what I've heard if it is what it said on that app and so I don't know you could stay you don't have to whatever you want to do uh, where does this sit with, with DC and what's in the future? I have no idea. I don't know if there will be more Ezra Miller Flash movies. It, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I don't think this entirely closes the door on the Snyderverse. It does change things, but I don't see how it's going to change things going forward with this particular story or these characters. Especially with something, the the, the last scene is definitely more of a joke than of what's going forward, I think. For the most part, I do recommend the movie. I think it's kind of fun. If you are dead setting and not seeing it because of Ezra Miller, I get that. And, you know, I don't think you'd enjoy it if you sat through it because it's a a two-and-a-half-hour movie. That's another thing. It's a long movie, and it does kind of feel long, kind of in the middle. But there's enough in it for me to say, yeah, go see it. The Flash is a really good summer movie. The Rewatch Podcast is an Alpha Media production.